When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded and we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Lord of Chaos, part two, chapters four through six. Yeah, as you know, it feels good to be back in the realm. We took a little bit of a break, right? We probably should have taken a little bit of a break after season one. Uh, yeah. before we jumped to the next book, but we, but we did after that anyway. So we did the first episode, took a little bit of break, came back, uh, about a little over a week ago and did just sort of like a big sort of breakdown, right. Of, you know, what oh, yeah. we think is going to be, <clears throat> what do we think is going to be happening? Right. There was the Avienda casting Jordan con. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now we're back with chapters four through six of Lord of chaos and a little bit of news. Um, let me go ahead and get this pulled up. Uh, so I'm looking at an article here from uh, a fellow fan-sided podcast, uh-huh. right? Uh, uh, Take the Black, right? Um, saying Wheel of Time Season 2 wraps on filming. Um, have some pictures and stuff like that here. 156 shooting days, 14 wonderful makeup crew nationality, 56 makeup arts, 220 COVID tests, 560 makeup uh, fittings over one year on the show, spanning over three countries. Um, so, I mean, pretty cool here. Uh, just getting some, uh, getting, getting some pictures and stuff. Right. So if we have the time is done filming now, I think maybe we could actually, in theory, we could actually still get this in 2022, maybe November, like around the same time as season one. 
But here's the thing. I, I would get it out before people forget about it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, that sounds kind of mean, but like, I, I, I would just, if, if you're going to do the show, just, just do it. Just pump it out there right. and, and keep, keep people talking about it and stuff. Because sometimes if it's, if it's just show that's new and, and it's from a book series, people don't know really well, it, it, it could just get lost, you know, like star Wars. We, it's always there, you know, we, it's awesome. Cool. It's the hype is, you know, major on that uh, other fandoms too, but I don't, uh, you know, I do worry that it's going to go by, it's going to be too long. And then I, first of all, I just, I just worry in general about the show. Cause I want it to be a hit. I want it to be a success. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think season, I do generally believe season two will be better than season one was. Yeah. Um, not really worried about that whatsoever. I will also say that, um, I'm with you. I guess my my concern, and this was this was one of our concerns going into season one, was oh man, I really we really hope it came out before House of the Dragon and Lord of the Rings show, and then The Witcher was coming. So I do feel like it did have a. I I still feel like season one was good. You know, we didn't yeah. like you know sort of the ending of it, but I still felt like it it could be good. So, I mean, season two sounds like it's a pretty big production. Right. And yeah, Amazon no. Amazon loved it. It had good it had good numbers. I mean, season 1 did have really good Yes, it did. Really yeah. really really good numbers. So, I mean, it, it 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 was a success. Right. I I saw somebody like I just typed in Wheel of Time news and someone was like, you know, people are always trying to theorize when, when's it going to come out. Somebody said October, November. I don't know if it's going to come out that. I mean, yeah, maybe mid November. I don't know, but so, some some sites were saying will it come out um this October. But that's right when the Everything else is going on with uh, Lord of the Rings, and um, yeah, it's going to come out after Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so um, Lord, and Lord of the Rings will be so, going, I think, through September, October, maybe November. It's probably going to come out right after Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, that's great. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, if it's, I mean, if they, if they're done filming right now, I mean, there's potential reshoots and everything, but I mean, Game of Thrones finished filming in what? Uh, middle of February. Mm-hmm. And we're getting it in August, so March, April, May, June, July, August—about six months. Yeah. So if it's done filming now, what's five plus six is, yeah, eleven November. Seems about right. Let's call it. You know, let's just, let's let's break some news here. All right, let's say it's coming. They're going to be releasing it in November, right after. Yeah. Lord of the Rings show. I think that's when they should do it. So, because I was like, oh man, because remember we we had said oh, it's probably gonna be, we, we were thinking twenty twenty three, not you know, right? At even what point during twenty twenty three? It's just, yeah, get it out there. I want it out. I think it did benefit from. Well, I mean, it didn't benefit, but remember they said that like because of the way the pandemic and stuff, they were already they were writing season two, like when they hadn't even finished season one yet, and it's been right. greenlit for three seasons. Right. Yes. Yeah, in terms of so, what Amazon what Amazon has ordered, so we know we know for a fact we are getting three seasons minimum. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting and that's that's good. I again sometimes I'm in disbelief. I uh, you know I'm always just like, wow, we have Wheel of Time. There once was a time where we didn't have I it, know. and and we have it now. So it's sort of mind boggling to think that they did it. We've all seen it, and we want to see more. But you know the casting stuff has been exciting, and where we're going to go. I think the last thing before we dive into some of the chapters here, but. I, I think there's a lot of people. I don't know if it was Rafe or someone said this at Jordan Con, but the idea is there's gonna be a lot of changes. They're really pulling some some stuff out uh, for, for season two. Major, 
Yeah. I'm yeah. Cool. If you're going to do it, do it. You know what I mean? Go big or go home. Well, I mean, hey, if you're if this whole thing is going to be about, I think what did he say about? I think he said about fifty episodes or so, or um, fifty to sixty episodes was where he felt like, right, is what they, they would get. All, yeah. is what is what they would get, and we sort of broke it down. And I think we said, well, you know, if we're getting eight episodes a season, then what that at a low high end, it ended up being you know like six or seven seasons is what the seven seasons I think is what we ultimately sort of came. Uh, in our number, she says. Um, so, I mean, okay, so we're seven, you know, whatever the, I don't know what the math is on that, but we got to, we are going to have to make a big jump next season, probably get through book two, three into some, into a little bit of book four. That'd be cool. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. I mean, people are going to be like, there's already such significant changes to season or to, yeah, to season one from book to show. So you can't go back now. I mean, they've already made some, major decisions there so yeah I'm, I'm cool to see what they're what they're gonna do okay all right well let's dive into uh the chapters here of lord of chaos so um we have chapter four a sense of humor chapter five a different dance and chapter six threads woven of shadow so chapter four uh we're with rand as he's traveling through the camp where he uh where he sees kyrian and tyrian uh tyrians trying to ignore each other uh, he learns the no uh, the nobles under him are still basically ignoring the Aiel. After failing to laugh at Aiel humor, he tells them a joke to prove he has a sense of humor, which they fail to get. He returns to the command tent where he is uh, concerned that Luce Theron's voice may have heard him until he learns uh, that Harme and Sion, um, or Simon, excuse me, uh, have left to, to, to join a rebellion led by Darlin. He says all in rebellion have had their lands and titles stripped, but that any who surrender will have their lives spared. In an attempt to not condemn Estranda uh, holding a war council, he has to tell uh, Weremon not to send his forces immediately and to wait until he has amassed a large enough army. Uh, Weremon uh, ignores the Aiel and any intelligence reports uh, their scouts bring back. So, uh, Samandrin and Tolmarin these names every time oh, I know, disapprove, I uh, disapprove of the plan, but stay silent after the nobles have left. He talks to the chiefs who had stayed silent and they are ignored by the nobles. Han suggests sending a clan against the rebels, but ran insists he has more important things to do. Jiren suggests launching the Aiel against Ilion without the orders, but is also turned down and later tells the Aiel chiefs the same again, failing to understand their humor. Uh, Anali and Samara advise him on how to regain Avienda's interest. Then he returns to his own tent where he is pleased at a kind word from Avienda. Yeah. So, you know, last time we left off, right. You know, there is still sort of this um, tension. Yes. Between Rand and Avienda. Tension. We're at like the perfect spot. We had the casting news. We now know what Avienda is going to look like in the show. Uh, who's cast for her and you know we, we've got ran there i just I, I i can see the tension i can see the 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 build okay um yeah th there's so many there's so many dynamics with the io you know the the big the, so two big things from this chapter the the humor piece just kind of goes on and actually rand laughing and him finding humor and still being able you know because when we laugh we're human or when we laugh at each other we laugh at ourselves right like it brings this human side out in us and we're just all kind of able to 
to have, find commonality in, in, in comedy, laughter, humor, whatever. And right now he, he can't find that with the IEL. So it's like, they're, they're just different types of, of humor. And that's something to kind of keep an eye on. That's going to, he's going to keep trying to make jokes there. They'll make their jokes and he won't get them. Uh, and that, that will go on for a bit. And then there's a whole other side to this, which is the Tyron Lords. And you brought up a character that is interesting, Darlin. <coughs> so mm-hmm. Darlin is a lord in rebellion. And I just want to kind of go back over because I think sometimes, you know, we get so far away in the series, it's it's hard to remember back to, you know, who all these people are and stuff. So um, when they are fighting in the Stone of Tear, Matt's there to free Egwene, Nynaeve, Elaine uh, from Lord Salmon, Salmon, <laughs> B- Bela, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Forsaken. Uh, he notes that Darlin's fighting skills are excellent, right? He manages to knock him unconscious with his quarterstaff, but still noted that he was a good fighter. Uh, Lord, Lord Wireman tells uh, Rand that, that Darlin fled the Stone of Tear with high lords um, and, and ladies, and that there's like some 30 minor lords that are actually in open rebellion against him. And he then announces that as punishment for this treason, their titles and their, uh, are forfeited, uh, their lands and estates are confiscated, and he signs an arrest warrant for them with the penalty of death. And that's what we just we just heard in this in this sort of chapter. So that's Lord of Chaos chapter four. Um, you know, he'll sit with the, the IL chiefs. They do suggest going after him and the rebels, like directly, but Rand thinks that going against Darlin and his rebels can wait, and that it's Samael who is going to be more important. Um, so that's that's really the the big kind of takeaway from from that chapter is who is this guy? Who are these Tyrone lords that are still out there in open rebellion to Rand? And it's actually really a, um, kind of a cool. I had to go like look again and so, some of my spoiler attempts where I, I dive forward, I, I just stumble forward and, and look at a character and say, okay, you know what what happens with, with this guy? Uh, he's an interesting one. So if you're out there and you're you're a veteran reader and you want to look ahead, uh, look at look at Darlin because uh, it's just just kind of a cool story it's just so weird matt because like he's a character that honestly was just in rebellion whatever he fought matt for two seconds you don't really think much about him and then you now we're all talking about he's causing chaos all right he's causing a little chaos for rand and should we go focus on that chaos should we go to samael um where should he strike for uh first and then who should he unite like which groups of peoples or kingdoms should rand kind of acquire right it's crazy right i think also that you know the tension for rand too um has been growing a little bit um not just sort of it feels like as we as rand progresses you know the the tension just continues to increase and it's on more and more and more fronts as we go forward. Um, you know, there's always been the, like the being a dragon and being a Taviran like that, that tension. Um, that's just even just the surface level of being the dragon, not like, like kind of like, you know, again, for if you're somebody who's maybe listening to us, cause you came from the show, um, you know, like the idea of, Oh my God, what does that even mean to be, you know, the dragon, let alone what it, what it actually entails. But now, you know, you add in the idea that he's worried that Luce Theron's voice may have heard him, right? You know, yeah, and right. like, that's sort of beginning to build as he's still dealing with all of these conflicts. And sometimes it feels a little bit as we go through these Rand chapters, because honestly, a lot of them, I mean, feel the same. 
to be to be honest. I mean, I, if it is, it's one of these things where it feels like it's always just kind of like these Rand and his group are always doing this thing, and it's like we're always moving a little bit at a snail's pace until you get to the end of the books, and then it's just like all chaos breaks loose, right? But you know, um, you know, now Rand is still dealing with just because it's been a bit right. Um, Elaine's mother, you know, being they think killed, right? And yeah. and deposed. So it's like it feels like things are slipping a little bit. And then also you add in like Avienda, right? And now he's kind of they had had all that tension and now he's um, you know, having uh you know, what are they doing? Right. Yeah, exactly. Getting after it. Uh so I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, well, I mean so yeah. it, it it is beginning to build and now it the the things that it used to be like this is what we're always dealing with now feel a lot more chaotic like you're saying where are we going to go which side which right. which direction are we going to go in yeah one thing robert jordan does really well is is uh you know we have a character dealing with relationships his own personal thoughts his friends uh dealing with a new culture that is that he's you know from like th these are his people and then you also have the idea of the forsaken out there you have dark friends right in among rand you know this is something that's really interesting as you go through all of this uh people who write to me by the way like on instagram or or wherever i've gotten several messages from people who were just who've just been like they've mentioned a character's name and they're like wow you know it's just because they're, they're right they're right there so there's so many right complexities and i think robert jordan does a good job of like you said building all of that tension but then also building it on different fronts like he seems to relax you know it was very tense between he and avienda for a long time and then they got the tension out and then now they're still oh, it's a little you know touch and go kind of thing right uh maybe literally uh, but right. you know it's just it's 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 different so but it's cool it's it's good this one is so lord of chaos too and I, have to, I have to kind of remind myself it's it's a huge it's a big book because some yes. of the stuff that does happen, I would say, midway to fr from from the midpoint on, it gets real interesting. But right now, it is sort of a slow setup. You have to set up the camps and set up the, the the factions, and that's again sort of what this chapter specifically is trying to do in terms of where is Rand, where are the IEO camps, um, and then okay, the character uh, Lord Wireman. Right. I had to I had to go back yep. and, and look at that character as well, too, to say, yep, that was the guy, you know, who was who was with Rand uh, outside of Kyrian. And then, you know, um, they're, they're chasing down the Shido and all that kind of stuff. So he's been with him for a while. He was sent ahead by by Rand and seems to be a loyal guy. And, uh, you know, that's another character to kind of keep your eye on. You know, I mean, this these guys that are right in next to Rand, right in next yeah. to Lord Dragon. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and and you always have to be wary too, right? Of who all these people are or could be. Yep. Um, okay, uh, let's move on here. Um, chapter five, a different dance. We're gonna shift here a little bit. So, um, Nail uh, Nailson, uh, Talmanes, and uh, Darid try to talk to Matt. Uh, try to talk Matt into some form of gambling where they might win against him, choosing horse races horse races not realizing he knows horses well matt dances a dance from his memories with a serving girl bestie um to impress her but blows it by assuming she will be available when he next wants her he inspects his men at the various ends of the town which are also full of hunters uh and refugees who he is feeding the men are singing a song matt taught them about how bad a soldier's life is which serves as a recruiting aid 
He thinks on a nervous visit Rand paid and wonders about his sanity. He comes across two hunters threatening an ugly boy, Oliver, for sitting on a horse and beats them for it and tells them to get out of town. After learning Oliver's family is dead, Matt decides to look after him. The band moves south at first light under the structure Matt has imposed on them. He tells them he means to punish them till they can travel almost as fast as Aiel. Push yeah. them, I should say. Excuse me. Sorry. He tells he means to push them. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is cool. So Matt's Matt's company is just interesting. This is where all the uh a lot of mischief uh can, yes. can happen here. And Oliver, Oliver is a favorite. Um, he's in here now and and they are gonna look after him. So coming across him is, is pretty cool in this chapter. Uh yeah, the girl he's dancing with, Betsy or whatever, is like, you know, he's <laughs> He's always dancing with with a, a, a serving girl trying to impress her, but doesn't always go the way he plans. And really, yeah, he's he's shaken by this visit with Rand. Rand actually opens a gateway and just shows up right there. It's like boom, and that's still kind of I know, yeah jarring, right? Yeah. So, um, which that'll be cool to see in the show too. Once they start really doing you know more of that traveling, Portals yeah, that's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it it, it helps just to get people. You know, because I think when you and I were first, you know, talking about the show, I'm like, how do they communicate? Well, at this point, but once you get to book five or four, you know, they could just actually walk through a portal and talk to each other, uh, or go to the dream world, and that's where all of our kind of communicating happens, which is which is pretty cool. Don't have to wait on a freaking raven to show up, but uh, right, yeah, right. So uh, let's see here. They're at the Golden Stag, and where are all these? these uh, let me see the songs because they're singing. Let me see. Oh, here we go. So the song is, uh, let's see, they sang and they marched and they, uh, the, the masked voice is enough to punch through the rest of the noise. You'll feed on beans and on rotten hay and a horse's hoof come your naming day. You'll sweat and bleed till you grow old and your only gold will be dreams of gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you go to be a soldier, if you go to be a soldier. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's this whole song. It's their recruiting song. Yeah. Your, your girl will marry another man. A muddy grave will be all your land. Food for the worms and none to mourn. You'll curse the day you were ever born. If you go to be a soldier, if you go to... It's almost like mocking the idea of it, right? right? So, kind of fun. Matt's always actually coming up with different songs from the old tongue and, and talking to them about stuff. And shortly after that, this is the part where Rand shows up. And I'll read some of this to, uh, to, to folks just as a reminder yeah. here. So, he... You remember, Matt doesn't like the one power. So... Uh, and he, even though it's his buddy Rand showing up, he doesn't like Aes Sedai, he doesn't like channeling, none of that stuff. So it's all kind of strange or whatever. But um, Rand says to make haste, uh, to, to oh, sorry, yeah, make haste slowly, Matt, right? Um, let's see, he never really looked in Matt's direction. Sweat slicked his face and his jaw was tight. He, um, he has to see it coming. Everything depends on it. So who we talk about, right? He has to see it coming. Everything depends on it. Seated on his bed, Matt jerked his boots uh, the rest of the way off and dropped uh, and, and dropped on the on the on the rug. Uh, I know, he said sourly, pausing to rub an ankle. Uh, I helped you make the bloody plan. Remember, how do you know you're in love with a woman? Matt Rand said. So he just saw, he goes from one thought to the next, right? Like stick to the plan, uh, move right on. How do you know that you're in love with a woman? Uh, Rand did not stop his striding and he dropped it uh, and he dropped in as if it fit what he had been saying. Matt blinked. How in the pit of doom should I know? Uh, that's one snare I've never put a foot in. 
what brought that on? And so we kind of know, like he's just bouncing from thought to thought there, whatever. Uh, so they go on, they talk a little bit more about dragon swor- sworn, um, Altera, uh, men who are sworn to me, but not necessarily his, not really knowing, you know, it seems like they're more the prophets men. So when we hear dragon sworn, like, what does that mean? Is that, a, is that a good thing? They seem to be all kind of mixed in with Masima, the prophet, uh, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So he's there. They talk about that for a little bit, but really it, it is reminding him of these plans. They talk a little about Rudy on what Matt maybe saw or what happened to him. And then that he has to almost like with his head down, just he's barreling down, uh, down South. Right. And they're, they're trying right. to make sure that like, like Samuel and others are like focused on Matt. Matt is a Taviran moving with a force moving with haste. Um, but yet, also stopping at taverns and drinking and stuff so yeah it's just i think uh, i think it's interesting too because you know he not that long ago like wanted nothing to do with like sort of being a general right yeah and yeah now here now here he is Uh uh-huh yeah yeah it's weird it's weird isn't it i mean because he is like uh he's their leader and i think it's because people have you know looked up to him and he now has them under his command and like he's using his luck and he's using his old memories and stuff to really win these battles to to sharpen them up and they believe in him and then also he starts to kind of build you know a a good relationship with them there there is there's pack right that's just those are his boys so uh and they're building this this reputation which is which is great and they all also kind of embody his his really um what do you call it like just willingness to roll in and gamble and and right. have a drink and you know I don't know yeah I don't I wouldn't say childish but sort of I don't know I don't know I, I don't know I, I know I know what you're trying to say but I yeah I, guess I, 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 I right now I can't think of the exact like it's in a way yeah I don't know it's, I wouldn't say childish maybe boyish yeah you know? right right well I mean okay so like the one of the songs he always sings right so we drink all night and dance all day and on the girls we spend our pay. And when we're done, uh, then we'll away to dance with old Jack of the Shadows, right? So it's just right. like that's really their 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 motto, um, and it's just who they are. So they their reputation will be known. Like later in this book, it's one of those things right. that I'm sure. Yeah, it builds, and people are like, oh, that's we know who those guys are. So yeah, yeah, and I think also this I think also this chapter two with him. Um, sort of coming across those two guys that were threatening the the boy Oliver right mm-hmm. yeah um just you know I think sometimes we just view his character as because it, it, you see it in this chapter too where he comes in he's gonna gamble he's gonna drink so I think like our our first thought of Matt is typically that like you know he's the kind of guy at a bar and you know hanging yeah. out kind of doing his own thing but here he's kind of doing something for for somebody else too which I think is I think it's important with Matt to point out those moments because you, I oh, think yeah. we have, you, you do see a shift in his character, a, like little micro shifts along the way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Cause he wants to care for, for Oliver and, uh, you know, he's going to do right by him now. But he can, uh, he actually gets scolded too for taking, taking on all. Um, but yeah, he, when, when he does things, good stuff for, for his men. Uh, I'm not there yet, but right. I just mean like in general, it's yeah. I guess we'll leave it there. Yeah, I don't want to say what it is, but um, yeah. So there's the yeah. It's it is good. He does have good moments, and and he is sort of um, 
he's still there helping his friend. He still is concerned right. for Rand. Uh, he just has a different sort of demeanor, kind of a carefree, you know, enjoy, enjoy the comforts of life. And then also when you got to be serious, you got to do a job, you go do your job. And then, you know, you go enjoy the evening and the afternoon, some singing, some drinks and uh, some dancing and stuff. And, and he's good. So, but he does have like right at the end of this chapter, definitely is got his sights set on Samuel, right? So he says that he would learn the band was coming, hurrying, uh, and and the word Rand had put about in tier would have made it clear that Matt's arrival would signal the imminent invasion of Ilion. Uh, and at the best speed the band could do, it was still more than a month to tier. With any luck, Samuel would be cracked uh, like a louse between two rocks before Matt ever had come within 100 miles of the man so uh Samuel could see everything coming almost everything but it was going to be a different dance than he expected different than anyone but Rand Matt and Bashir expected uh that was the real plan Matt actually found himself whistling for once everything was going to work out the way he expected <laughs> yeah well that's who we that's who we that's who we shift to next is uh Samuel so yeah. okay uh, let's go ahead and dive into chapter six threads woven of shadow. So uh, this is one that kind of bounces back a little bit, but we'll start here with um, Samael. So the chapter opens with Samael entering Grendel's residence in Ara Doman. He finds himself standing on a deep dais covered in gilded tables and chairs below. There are three waiting pools around which many beautiful people are performing. Grendel appears and they begin to talk. She comments on her pets and Samael thinks to himself how Grendel always wastes time on useless things. His mind wanders, and he remembers how it was when Grendel took uh, that, how it was Grendel that took him to make his pledges to the Dark One. Uh, Grendel continues to speak of her pets, mentioning that Ramsid is the Domani king's brother. Ramsid's wife is also there, along with the king's youngest sister and eldest daughter. She moves uh, on to the Chaip and uh, Shofan, the rulers of Shara. As Grendel begins to speak of Shara, Samael wonders if she is trying to make him think that she is interested in Shara in an attempt to divert his attentions. After a bit of small talk and much uh, thinking of Samael's part, he approaches the subject of what Grendel wanted to talk to him about. They speak shortly of Rand and also the whereabouts of Osmodian, Lanfear, and Mogadin. Grindel mentions that Luce Theron seems to be removing us from the game one by one. She also tells Samael that she is certain that Rand will be going after him next. They speak of Rand's power, Samael insisting that he is ignorant and hanging by a thread. Grindel insisting that he is getting stronger and stronger. How many of us will die before it is done? We must stand together as we never have before, which is pretty significant. Mm -hmm. Finally, Grendel tells Samael what she had meant to tell him. She says that uh, uh, Simmeridge uh, missed their last gathering and that neither she, uh, Demondred, or Masana know why. Masana thinks that Rand will soon be in their hands and Demondred warns him to be careful. Samael becoming, becomes angry, thinking about uh, Demondred, and Grendel tells him to relax and listen to the music. Um that they're making before starting to think about Shara again. Samael is now almost certain that Grendel wants to make him think that she has an interest in Shara. And as he prepares to leave with a bit more to talk about Rand, he opens a gateway back to Ilion slicing a serving man in two as he does. 
Oh my God. You know, one of the craziest things, like, and as, as I do my reread and I, I look back through this, like the Forsaken, I, I've, I've wanted to, and I haven't done it yet. And uh, maybe I'll do it this summer when I get some time, but to really dive back down all of their, their different plots and what they're trying to do, because there is something, something kind of interesting here that Grendel is trying to do. Like he thinks that Grendel wants to make him or that. Okay. So Samael wants, believes that Grendel is trying to make him believe that she is interested in Shara, which is that Those big freaking big land. land of the far East. Let me, I'll get it pulled right. up. I'll get a map. Yeah. Up here. And so it's like, okay, he's, he's trying to analyze what she's thinking and what she wants him to think. And is that a false lead? Uh, but for some reason, she's at least accomplished the fact that they're thinking about Shara. And does it have anything to do with Grendel or does it have, does she want him to go there? Is there something there? Does she want him to move out of the way? Uh, is there someone else there that she's trying to to shift focus on or whatever? They're always plotting against one another. So it's interesting you, you emphasize that line. We must stand together as we never have before. I mean, they're all vying for power. It's, it's like they want to hide behind one another. Like, let's show a united front. But really, uh, if that uh, death blast comes my way, I'm ducking behind so-and-so. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're really um, just out for their own skin. So, right. Yeah, over here, yeah. which is crazy. So we must not really ever get anything over here. It's just this big land that has its own thing going on that we just kind of hear about. Yeah, and th that's why I, th I think I it's cool to pull this up here and talk about it a little bit because yes, yeah, it's, it's all it's massive. Uh, people when they try to look into Shara, they really can't um, see much. They don't know much about its culture, what's going on there. It's a very secret kind of world even traders and stuff uh yeah so, so they're, they're they're just really guarded in their customs and their and, and what they do uh yeah it's interesting it plays a big part actually so shara does play a big part and sort of right now when grendel is is you know trying to bait him into thinking about that it's almost like he's you know i mean i kind of know what, what she's trying to do right so you know, I don't want to say whether whether he's right. correct. That's fine. That's assumption. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it is it's just really something to kind of think about. Like like when you hear one of the Forsaken interpret what the other one's saying, it's not always what they think it is. You know what I mean? Like there's another reason they might want to have you thinking about those things. So it's crazy. Because then then you the conversation moves on to um to Simarok and and like what's going why why is she not there? And then what did happen? They have debates about land fear. And has she been helping him all along? Is she really dead? Is she gone? Uh, they talk about Rabin. And then, as you said, Demondred was was mentioned and stuff. So, right. yeah, there's there's a there's a lot going on. I think Samuel sort of feels like everyone's ganging up on him and he's not really sure. You know, he, he's not getting firsthand information. He's having to rely on other forsaken to tell him what's up. And that can you know that it's like, are they lying to me? Right. And that's that's yes. the problem. That's the problem with that. So let me uh, I think it's let me see if I have it right here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, because Grindel says actually I'll back up to what what uh, someone else says. Right. Um, have you learned where Althor is hiding Osmodian or anything of Lanfear's whereabouts or Mogidian's? Of course, Mogidian always uh, hit herself. The spider was forever popping up just when you were sure she was finally dead. Uh, you know, as much as I do, Grindel said. Myself, I think, loose there and killed them. Oh, don't grimace at me. Althor, since you insist. Um, 
let's see. Yeah, because he doesn't like the you know the name Loose Theron, so they're going to call him Althor, right? Right. Um, yeah, there are rumors out of Kyrie and about Lanfear dying at Loose Theron's hands the same day he killed Ravine. Rumors Lanfear has been aiding Althor since the beginning, if you ask me, right? So he's he's not he's not buying that. Um, the next time I see her, I will kill her. And then why um, why would he kill Osmodian? I would if I could find him, but he has gone over to Althor. He's teaching him. So, you know, it's just interesting. We, we sort of know that some of these characters have died, that some maybe are alive, or we, we know more about the events than the Forsaken, which is kind of interesting, us being the reader. Uh, that, that's kind of a, a cool element. But, yeah, um, so, yeah, that's really just a lot of them bickering and arguing back and forth let's see yeah. well i mean uh, yeah, yeah i mean also i yeah i mean again it's i don't want to i don't want to say something that's going to cause you to spoil something also oh, okay. um yeah. for me but um yeah the bickering between the forsaken because there is this sort of power play that you know they all they all want to be the one to sort of do it Right, right to sort of like you know bring down loose theron unleash the dark one um and so i think it's that's why i think actually the line where they're saying hey we should get together is pretty significant like we've never we've well, never gotten together before yeah that's a good point so like right here she's waving her ringed finger um you know trying to conjure up more music and stuff so she says uh, so many have died confronting him agonor balthamel ishamael baal uh, Ravine, Lanfear, Osmodian, whatever, yada yada yada, possibly Mo Mogidian. And so she's yeah, I think she really is sort of saying we we may need to actually um unite. Assemble. Unite. Yeah, like we kind of also there's the whole bit about weaves and and having, you know, using one another to see the weaves and and like men seeing um like a male channeler seeing a female channeler's weaves. Like that's important for them to for the female channelers to have, you know, kind of someone who can help with that right in in, in some yeah. way um let's see oh she says you know what demon dread told me that the great lord told him i have passed on to you samael every word i doubt even he would dare to lie in the great lord's name so that's interesting that that you know demon dread is the one who is getting the information and then passing it also to grendel who is passing it to samael so it's like is she leaving stuff out uh is there more etc you know all things he might be thinking. So yeah, is do we ever? I don't think we've seen it yet, but do we ever find out like what? I mean, at some point in the past, they all would have had to have sort of worked. Oh yeah, together. together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I think they were. Yeah, they might have been even more united back then than they are right. now. Yeah, for sure. It does seem like there were uh, some of them were closer than others. That there were relationships and 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 stuff like that for sure. Definitely. That was actually one of the things we were going to do when we started to is look at some of the old Forsaken and look at them during the Age of Legends, which we could now right. do, technically, you and I. We could. Yeah, because, yeah, because it's just, I mean, because a lot of the Forsaken, I mean, really, I feel like Lanfear is the one we know the best. Um, and we just know that her and Luce Theron have some sort of a relationship and have, have had run-ins in the past, but they've never really said anything, at least where we're at now, about the Forsaken and how they've worked in the past like together because right. you feel like they all they're all sort of agents of the dark one i mean uh, yeah but you know the thing too so what what happened to ravine i think has them rattled right so so grindle says this um all i'll say is that loose theron is as dangerous now as he ever was in our own time 
frightened? Yes, I'm frightened. I intend to live forever, not meet Ravine's fate. Like he's burned out. I mean, he's like bail fired out, you know, right. There's no getting him back. He's done for. So now if you're bail fired out, I know. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Shouldn't anyone, shouldn't people not even know you ever existed? Yeah, I have to go back and like, I, it always confuses me a little bit. You know, it's like, because what their deeds, they, you, know, I, you can right. unravel some of what they, what their actions, depending on how much you use, right? That was the whole Dark Hound situation was right. that it, when they were bail fired, um, only moments prior, only something that they had done just a few moments or minutes right. or whatever before was undone. But everything else was still there. You know, it was like okay. it was like it was, it was like a reversal of their actions to a degree. So, but the more you you kind use. of use that balefire on an individual, like if you just you know, I mean, I think you could. I don't know how far back you can undo their their because I guess I, yeah because you know? I guess I'm just like well, how does how does that person know? It's because I don't know. It's time. You know, you start once you start talking about time manipulation. Yeah, you know, so somebody about this has been a, a while back. It's like Doctor, it's like Doctor Strange, right? He performs a yeah. spell. Oh, you don't know who Spider Man is anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that's uh, yes, that's that's weird. But no, somebody mentioned a long time ago they were uh, when we started this thing about oh, just this whole the wheel of time, a cycle or whatever, and then like a fate versus free will. And they're like, to be honest with you, I wouldn't like living in this world. You know what I mean? It's kind of no, like, no, no, right. no, 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 no. This would yeah, not be it, a good world. This would not be a good world to live in. To, to, to technically live in. Yeah. It's just sort of a never ending, you know, thing, but I, it, it's also sort of a, you know, I, I don't know, like, like another story for, for what we face and you know, the, the battle of good and evil and never right. ending, all that kind of stuff. But, but still, yeah, some of the actual, uh, pillars of this world are are interesting. Um, I think well, we could, we could, yeah we yeah just go to the next, next part, one. It, yeah yeah because it just switches here to um, Grendel's point of view here really quick. Um, she thinks of how she had gone to so much trouble to procure um, Chaipe and and Shofan, um, just for the few minutes that she had spent talking with Samael. She thinks to herself that Samael is a transparent fool and that he has most likely um, thought that she had been trying to mask what she and the others were up to. Her intent had actually been to aim him at Rand. Her thoughts turned to uh, Demondred, Masana, and uh, Semerage. Or, um, she is told that uh, Rodel uh, Iteralde, Iteralde uh, is there to meet her and to change her look to that of a frail old woman. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, this is my this is this is my brother Nick, uh, like favorite character. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, so so that she is. Um, it's almost like like she's trying she's trying to point him at Rand, right? Rand. So she thinks herself that yes, yeah, ML is transparent. He's a transparent fool. Um, right. She's trying to to line line that up. Let me just. Well, uh, if she can if if she can aim him at Rand, then she can go focus on other stuff. I oh, absolutely, yeah. A actually, she's not the first Forsaken to do that, and they're they like Samuel. They will use like his hatred for right Rand, and that's they're definitely trying to to run him right at him. Like you go handle you like single combat, like go for it. I mean, she's saying yeah. we should be together, but at the same time, it's like no, they're still they're, they yeah. still are working their their own agenda. Right, right. Uh huh. 
Well, which is, I think it's the smart thing to do. I, well, I don't know. I guess being united. The problem, though, is that whoever strikes the final blow is going to be the one who gets all the credit, right? So mm -hmm. really, it's like you hope that somebody can go and sort of, you know, I don't know. But are you just trying to kill the dragon? Or are you trying to bring the dragon? You're trying to convert the dragon. Ultimately. Yeah, some of them. That's yeah. the ultimate plan. Right. Yeah, that's 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 the Dark One's plan. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's exactly what Ishmael was trying to do in the beginning. And yeah, so we'll, we'll see to to what degree that works. I mean, God, I would just take him out, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm the Dark, we just, you know, you got him outnumbered here. Yeah, but how many dragons have come? So yeah, I know, um, Matt, I know. <laughs> So I think I think ultimately yeah some yeah the ultimate goal is to is to yeah is to turn him well then that's what him. you got to go with okay yeah. um all right so final point here we shift to Semmerich. uh the point of view uh, switches again here who's uh, Semmerich is in an unknown location she has um with her an Aes Sedai whom she is trying to extract information from she begins to torture the Aes Sedai and eventually learns that her name is um, Cabriana uh, Macandes. Uh, when Cabriana will not answer any more Kent, uh, questions, uh, Semmerich sets a web of pain over Cabriana's mind and leaves the room, where she is confronted by Shaidar Haran, who asks what she has learned. Uh, she says that she has only learned her name, but that she has not yet had enough time. She makes her way into another room where uh, Cabriana's warder is. Instead of using the pain, pain on him, she stimulates his mind with pleasure. Her thoughts wander to Shaidar, Haran, Ran, Grendal, Samael, Demondred, Masana, Lanfear, uh, Mogadin, and Osmodian. When she finally comes back to the present, she realizes that the stimulation had grown too fast and that the warder is dead. Alarmed that his death might have some unknown effect on the Aes Sedai, whom she still needs a question, she hurries back uh, to Cabriana, uh, who is now screaming from the pain. Like, please, oh light, please, and Simmeridge smiles. Uh, so she's like, I don't know, like, like one of the worst, you know, um, she is, she is definitely torturing these two individual uh, individuals, one with pain and one with pleasure, uh, to the point that he passes out and dies. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just twisted, man. Really, really. I mean, what a way to go. Twisted, man. <laughs> you know, dude, I, God dang, I leave it to Matt to say something that makes uh, me crack. Yeah. I swear to God, dude. But, um. You know, yeah, it's 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 crazy, dude. She this is her thing. She um she's known for this, actually. So she's known for for using torture um on on people. And uh she's one of the Forsaken that I think is the most is the scariest. Danger. Really. Yeah. Um she she's just di she's different. You know, like like Grendel wants to kind of collect individuals, powerful individuals. She has a lot of her air quote pets right around and and whatever and ravine was compulsing people in camelin and stuff and kept you nearby and whatever might but she flat out just enjoys um pain and enjoys like inflicting pain on oh, on her patients yeah which is weird that's a uh, there's a term what is the term for that i don't know it's a try to, try to it, it is whatever that term is that's exactly what she is yeah <laughs> she, she, she gets off on it i mean she does so it's just it's crazy so, um, the let me see here real quick though. The eyes die. Um, yeah, she gets information from her. Okay, to to some degree. I was trying to see if if she came up more. I always like to look ahead here and see what 
what else happens to these individuals. But um, <clears throat> no, most of the time, once somebody comes across uh, Zimmerog, they're 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 going to be dead. You know, yeah, they're, they're going to die. So, yeah, it's like she is trying to get information from her. Um, and it's interesting that she has an Aes Sedai of the Blue Aja and, you know, maybe access to spy network, maybe access to what's going on in with the rebel Aes Sedai or with the Aes Sedai in the tower. Either one. Right. Right. Well, so, maybe if the, maybe if the Aes Sedai weren't so split right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a problem. Able, you might be able to game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. Just says she was tortured. Yeah. For information she had on, on, on Solidar, Aes Sedai and their involvement with Randall Thor. Okay. Yeah. She tried to resist, but was broken. Yeah. When the warder was tortured. So, yep. Goodness gracious. Okay. Um, all right. Well, yeah, uh, these are our three chapters uh, today. You know, just uh, the third one was a little bit longer, but you know, sometimes just the way it works, where it's not, not you know, we're still at the beginning of the book, so nothing like super crazy uh, has happened just yet. Although, as has informed me that this book does end on a pretty crazy note. So, oh, dude, one of the most crazy. It's it's one of the, it is one of the most talked about things. So, and and that's what's you know, for me sometimes too, like as we do these batch of chapters, guys, just know if we, if we ever do a, a batch where we're going to do like four or five or six chapters and they're, they're long in audio, but not much happens in terms of plot point. We might just do it just to say, right. okay, literally. Cause a lot of times it's just cultural world building stuff. There are a lot of cool setups. There, there are a lot of different things, but at the same point in time, we're trying to just to get through this series, right? We're trying to get, right. it's a, it's an initial read for Matt. It's a reread for me. Yeah, and, so I don't know. So I don't know if the next few chapters are going to be great right. or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So th that's why I kind of want sometimes, you know, if it seems like some some chapters were like, oh, well, okay, you know, like because really, I mean, the big chapters, ch like chapters are 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 to come, and once an event happens, you know what I mean, like once someone kills somebody else, or someone defects, or a spy is found, or a dark friend is 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 whatever found out, then we can kind of go back with Matt and talk about, okay, okay, who who was this guy? And who is he connected to and stuff. But until you get to that, it's really kind of you're, you're kind of, you know, inching along. So don't be surprised if, if we do that in one batch where we just say, OK, we read a whole bunch. But here's the parts we really like from that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, yeah, it's because it's, the only the only thing I do is I go in when we decide what, what chapters we're going to do next. I just go in and I look at the times. Right. So, you know, it's like, OK, well seven eight because I, I do audiobooks so seven eight nine and ten are all an hour each and then it's like you get to 11 which is like 20 minutes and then you get to like some that are like 20 20 you know just sort of right. the way way it goes like okay, isn't that well, crazy so, though and that you can have like a 20 minute chapter and that's that's but the, then that's, sometimes sometimes the 20 minute chapters were like the crazy like all the important it's all going happens. down buddy it's all going down in those I chapters know. sometimes yeah so like I guess, what are you thinking for the for the next? Um... Well, they're they're an hour each, so I'm probably gonna just do, do those just four. Probably, well, no, might even just do those three because okay. seven is an hour and twelve minutes, eight is fifty nine minutes, and then nine is uh, fifty one minutes, and then ten is called a, um, 
a saying in the borderlands i don't know i don't know if that's you know there's so many the ones where it's like questions and answers okay right. well that one's gonna be that one's gonna be kind of important right yet you sort yeah, of have look to at look the titles at, and you're like oh is this gonna be you know right so a matter of thought the storm gathers which sounds like okay things are getting like about to, so seven eight and nine sounds and then plans so it sounds like we're gonna be like right ending on like okay the next time we come back like craziness is gonna happen yeah yeah and here's the thing too so Plus, we're, we're... it's also one last thing it's yeah. also like you're just looking i'm just looking at the chapter titles because it's my first read well right. i don't know who the plans are for no you don't know who's asking all... the questions I, or who's answering I, the questions i don't know who's going to be in the chapter because it right. could be anybody because it's not you know unfortunately it's not like you know the other game of thrones which we read and it's like it's the character's name right Right. Yeah. Because there's so many different, there are so many. That's why, even as we do this, right. I, have, I always have 15 tabs up. Like I'm looking through, like, oh, yeah, that's right. This guy, you know, he does this, he does that. Who, who's the dark brain? Who's not? Who's whatever? Right. Um, so here's something to think about. Like as, as we move forward and like Matt's going to read these, these, these batch of chapters, we're starting to get heated back up because we're going to get into summertime. We have other content right. that, we're, that we're doing and stuff. So it will just be sort of a march. It's going to be a march to the end of Lord of Chaos here. Because I think once we hit the end of this bad boy, like it's it's on. I mean, it, it, it is right. on once we hit the end of this. I always felt like at the end of this book, like <laughs> was when like, you relaunched. The gloves are off. The gloves yeah. are off at the end of this thing. So that to me is where I'm like, but dude, it is such a people want to talk about, you know, like going through moments in the series. Like later on, they talk like later. There's like, what are they called the slog or whatever. You know, right. That happens inside of books that have already happened to, to this point. You've you've already faced some of those. Sometimes you're reading through and you're right. like, Jesus Christ. Like, how I many mean, circus chapters? Right. How, and also, how many times do we have to talk about the culture of the IEL before I'm like, I, I don't care. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. I know people are gonna like, as how dare you, daggone it. Well, I, I know like, I did I did I don't I'm not a I don't like them very much as much, you know. Right. It's just like yeah, I think it's it's all personal preference of like which characters you kind of like and which ones you don't right. and where you're kind of going and yeah, stuff like that. And so I think it just, yeah, kind of is, is what it is. It's a big series. It's not. Matt, okay. Like, if I have a chance to go to Jordan Con, I was looking at all the, the cosplay and stuff that was going down. I, I, I've i already told Lottie she's going as Lanfear. You know what I mean? Like, right. we're going to figure it right. out. We're going to make it happen. Like, I, I'm so she's not going to dress up as an IEL. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it's not I'm just not into them. Okay. Right. Just, like an ice and I cool. You know what I mean? Like green, green right. Aja. Let's go. I mean, so it is, it is what you're into. I just want pe people. Hopefully people aren't getting ticked. I do like the wise ones. Okay. I do like the IEL for sure. Your brother right now is going to send me a message. He's going to be pissed. Uh, Cause he's, he's our IEL clan chief. All right. But right. You know, it's just like you do what, what I love about Rob, what Robert Jordan does is if you're not into being the magic user, right? The, the one who has the one power, well, you've got Perrin, you know, you've, and he's got a different type of power, right? And then you've got Matt who's got something different. And then you've got these guys that are just great commanders and then yes. epic swordsmen. You've got like land and stuff. And so there's so many people for you to connect to. And I think that's, that's, what's really kind of cool about it because actually I'm not gonna lie to you. Before we started doing these these first couple chapters, I was sitting here like, ah, okay, I don't really like these chapters. There's really not you know much right to do, and so that that's it's hard to kind of get into them. But once we start thinking, once my mind starts thinking about what's to come, it's like, geez, you're back. Yeah, you're good. Back, you're good baby. Go. Like it's 
Matt, you're gonna be so freaking fired up by the end of this. Like it's like your gloves will be off. I'm it, I'm I'm down. You know what I mean? It's just like I I will want some people to get wrecked by the end of this. And let's just say it's I'm not gonna be disappointed. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys as always for watching. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember, we do have tons of extra content over on our Patreon and on Apple Premium. And the cool thing about Apple Premium is it does give you uh, access to the extra content for all of our other shows um, as well. Uh, so stay tuned uh, and certainly keep an eye out for all that. You can follow me anywhere on the internet at Super Gains Bros, all one word. You can follow as anywhere on the internet at Wamprat underscore two m guys remember next time we will be reading chapters seven through nine of lords of chaos thank you guys hope you guys have a great rest of your day and remember that the grave is no bar to our call Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.